0: This is Maurice Philogene, and welcome to the Tri-Life Farm Podcast. Well, you may not believe it, but I've been an actor. I've tried out for the NFL, been a street cop, federal agent. I worked my way up the military chain of command to the rank of lieutenant colonel. I was also an executive at a global consulting firm. Hundreds of millions of dollars worth of real estate in the United States. I've started developing on a Mediterranean island, and to boot, I've traveled to 100 countries over 300 times, and generally all this stuff at the same time no, I'm not trying to be everywhere. I'm not trying to do everything. What I was trying to do and I'm still trying to do is to try life on, to plug into planet and earth as intended and to fill my life book with experiences and relationships and not just accept the status quo. So what we're going to do on this podcast is introduce you to the mindset, the skill set, the soul set, the approach that is try life on and expose you to the people who've been doing it just like me, their tools, their tips, their tactics to trying life on because we all can try life on in our own way. So sit back, relax, let's go for a ride. Let's go try life on. Nicolette Richet, man, what a great interview. She is a regenerative medicine educator, she's an entrepreneur, she runs a bunch of she owns and runs a bunch of restaurants which we get into. She's a doctoral student and a speaker and she's a wellness expert. But the biggest thing about her is that she helps people with chronic diseases and cancer and helps them conquer their condition through nutrition. Food. We all know food is something that we just take in regularly, but have you ever thought about food as a medicine? One of the coolest things I learned during this interview is that up until about the 1940s, food was actually prescribed as medicine by doctors to heal cancers and chronic afflictions and inflammation and things of that nature. And of course, in our very fast-paced society, we've gone to preservative-filled junk, if you will, that yellow box in aisle six of the grocery store that's kind of masquerading as food. And we all know it's causing us a lot of problems, but to be honest, we all don't have access to great organic food, and it has massive impact on our bodies, massive impact on our mental health, and massive impact on our ability to try life on. So I wanna introduce you to Nicolette Richet, and she really educated me on things like environmental factors that come into play relative to diabetes and other conditions, and the fact that we tend to say it is generational or it's something that's hereditary that comes from our family. But there, in a lot of cases, food itself may be the way for you to reverse what's happening with you rather than treat what's happening with you with pills and things of that nature. It's a really cool conversation. Please listen to it. In fact, it may be one of the best interviews I've been a part of because I learned something so fundamentally sound for me living my life out the way that I want to. She's been speaking for 10 years plus as a speaker, including TEDx. Wonderful conversation. Sit back, please enjoy this wide-reaching conversation with my new friend, Nicolette Richet. When I was researching you a bunch of interviews and what have you, and your and your TEDx and stuff, you have a very calming spirit about you. <laughs>
1: Well no. thank you for that. I appreciate that. I was looking at a couple of your videos as well that uh the 2MM group sent and um it was just <laughs> fun to watch you in action coaching. That was good.
0: Oh, you caught a little bit of that.
1: I did. I did. Yeah, they passed me a few videos just to check out to see um yeah, so it was good. Yeah, it was definitely I love amazing.
0: it. I love it. Where are you today?
1: I'm in Pemberton, British Columbia, Canada, which is just half an hour north of Whistler, British Columbia. Oh,
0: I know Whistler; it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. beautiful, yeah. And and true to form, to your topics and what you espouse is important. I remember going to a wedding in Whistler, someone I work with back in '99 or 2000, something like that, oh, like wow. some, some way, way back. But when I got up there, because I'm a city kid, I'm Boston, yeah. New York, DC.
1: Yeah.
0: I got up there and people were walking around and you could see oh. the river and oh, the river yeah. was clear where you could see seven feet down to the bottom. Exactly. I didn't even know water could look like that. Anymore.
1: I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. And especially I went to university in Mississippi. And yeah. so we were swimming in, you know, the Mississippi river mm-hmm. and all the other rivers and in the bayou. And I was like, Whoa, I didn't know rivers could look like that. Cause I'd grown up it my is. whole life here. And then of course, since leaving there, um, and then uh, you know, coming back here, uh, you know, I and especially from a health perspective, it's like so many of these rivers are so contaminated by so many pesticides and mm-hmm. the correlate to the disease rates. Like it's 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 wild. So yeah, we're I, I'm so blessed. I feel so fortunate to live in a place where we have clean air and clean water and
0: lots mm. of trees and I know. feel like Vancouver. Vancouver area should be a blue zone or something like that. Well, a-
1: it should be, except for the people just do not know how to eat real food. Ah, So, yeah, we you. still have the same rates of chronic disease because people are still basically butchering their bodies with these, uh, you know, fake ingredients constantly. Yeah. Every day.
0: Well, so let's start there. I didn't know what a regenerative medicine educator was. Yes, Never heard okay. of it. Yeah. And I have to tell you, so just so you have a little bit of premise of why I'm so interested in the topic, Yeah, August of last year, my oldest son came up to me and was like, dad, you look terrible. Mm-hmm. You look absolutely terrible. And not, not in a kind way, just mm-hmm. you don't look good because I was always the police military football guy, pushing my kids to be in the gym, pushing them to yeah. get healthy. And I just kind of lost it and where it all ended that Really rankled me. So I went on a fitness journey and I lost 30 pounds. Nice. And it came from mostly switching my dietary habits to natural food awesome. or even supplements that were more natural, because it's just harder if you're on the go, but supplements that are natural. Yeah. And getting 10,000 steps a day and being my former religious self about being in the gym. So I went from 255 back down to 221. And then back to deadlifting 500 pounds, bench pressing 315 pounds. And I that the stats don't matter. What matters the most is then I started thinking about I'm 48. If I don't take care of myself, I'm not going to be able to go on these trips very often. So maybe we can start there of what is regenerative medicine? What do you focus on? And, and how do you even get into this space with all the care and concern that you have?
1: Yeah, so I mean really great questions. Um yeah. so the number one question people ask me usually on interviews is, you know, from our book Eat Real to Heal and they say what does that mean eat real to heal? Like what is real food? So starting right there, you can't enter into a regenerative state mm-hmm. in your body without real nutrients and real food. So to regenerate the body means that your cells which are constantly being replicated and being born again, and then the old cell dies as the new cell is replicated. For example, your red blood cells, they live 120 days. So every day, your body is constantly turning over every single cell in your body, except for your fat stores. Your fat cells just basically grow and shrink, grow and shrink. Um, But the rest of your cells, like your liver, your pancreas, Um, You know, your your intestinal lining, your brain cells, they're being recreated brand new. So you have an opportunity every single day to make sure those cells get replicated wonderfully, perfectly, as they're supposed to, as your DNA, you know, from your mom and your dad programmed you to be. But the problem is. When you don't fuel those cells with nutrients, when you're not detoxifying daily and not taking in additional, if you're taking in too many uh, pollutants, you know, toxicity, uh, stress on the body, alcohol, smoking, um, you know, a lot of high protein, high fat animal foods. Um, when you're fueling those cells with those Toxic ingredients, what happens is your cells don't replicate perfectly. And this is where you get cell mutation. So literally, the replication happens, but then it's a mutated cell. And this could lead to a whole host of chronic diseases, diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. That's that's one you want to definitely stay away from. But regenerative medicine puts you in a state where you regenerate your body. You're rebuilding it in a super, super healthy, healthy way each time, which allows you to live to be 100 chronic disease free. So okay. in our society today, we are in an epidemic classified by the CDC, the Center for Chronic Disease Control, an epidemic of diabetes, heart disease, cancer, autoimmune disorders, uh, dementia and Alzheimer's, mental health disorders, because our bodies are not regenerating in a healthy way.
0: And it's our bodies are supposed to regenerate. It's, uh, my assumption is our body is supposed to regenerate itself, but we are living in a world of processed food, chemicals, artificial light, unhealthy work habits, sitting at a desk forever, when we used to be like i'm i'm taking it back and I, I don't know but i'm i'm feeling this when we used to be let's say back in prehistoric times we would go out and be hunter gatherers we would always be moving and eating food from the earth and things of that nature mm-hmm. i don't think people realize or maybe you can comment on how much our food system impacts our bodies yet it's shown to just be it's 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 put upon us like it's a normal thing like go eat the thing out of that yellow box in mm-hmm. aisle 6
1: Exactly. Okay. So yeah, I love that you mentioned that because out of all the risk factors out there, and we call it our exposome. So these are all the external fa- Yeah, our exposome. So these are all the external factors, okay, that have nothing to do with our genetics. So a lot of people will say, Oh, you know, I have diabetes, because my mom had diabetes, my dad had diabetes, my grandparents had diabetes. But diabetes is not a genetic disease type one or type two for most people. It is a lifestyle disease. So with our bodies and with the cellular regeneration, this replication of our cells in a healthy way, if you look at the exposome, all those external factors, like whether it's, you know, you're working in a factory exposed to toxic chemicals, like the people who died at DuPont- you know, chemical manufacturing plant, because they were exposed to toxins, or whether you're doing wittingly with smoking or drinking or eating processed foods, the number one thing that is responsible for your your body replicating in a healthy way is is diet, it's actually responsible for they say 93 to
0: 97%. Wow
1: of your body's ability to replicate in a healthy way because without nutrients, you cannot live. So think about that plant. I see that plant, it's a gorgeous, uh, snake plant in the back of your, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the screen there. And that snake plant, if it doesn't have oxygen, if it doesn't have light, if it doesn't have good soil, if it doesn't have water, those are all nutrients, mm-hmm. then it's not going to grow in a healthy way. It's eventually going to wither and die. So our bodies are not any different from that plant
0: why is it not i mean inherently i understand that now because i saw what happened to my body and i look i just use myself as a test case if i was when i tell you i was the ah, not the picture of health but i was the health guy just out of habit and routine i'm the gym guy i would watch what i would eat um but i think i just went to the left like i just felt like i could always recover and what i started to realize you cannot out gym a bad diet
1: no you cannot you, 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 you can't
0: you you can't so i can i can sit here and say i wasn't drinking eight beers a week but i but i was and i i felt it and to your point and to applaud you for saying something i don't i'm not a medical guy but the diabetes thing mm-hmm. that it's a lifestyle issue there's no history of it in my family but when i went to the doctor and she said, Maurice, you're pre-diabetic. Yeah. If you after my son woke me up, I went to the VA, because I'm a military guy. And she said, You're pre-diabetic. You're okay right now, but if you don't shift what you're doing, some bad things are gonna happen in the future. Um, mm-hmm. and you're on you're on your way to whatever American or people around the world deal with. Yeah. Why is the food aspect not discussed more or the The diet aspect not discussed more like from a natural food perspective or from the ingredients of stuff that we're eating
1: we have been so bamboozled for the last hundred years essentially there was a tertiary food system that was created and it started actually more like 550 years ago and some people would even argue it started way back when when we started farming and we started agriculture And so this is going back, you know, obviously hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years. And so when we start, we stopped, like you said, um, hunter gathering, which I would argue we gathered and then hunted. Okay. So what that means is we ate more foods, picked off bushes, picked out of the earth, picked off trees um, than we actually hunted because it, it takes a lot of energy to hunt. And so we're mostly hunter gatherers across all societies around the world. Mm -hmm. And so then fast forward colonization, you know, all these explorers, some people call them explorers, some people call them oppressors, but they, you know, they, they came and they took over all indigenous lands around the world, Australia New Zealand, North America, um, you know, Africa, South America. So, but with that, they brought all the white food the white and not just white people food, but white food, like the white sugar, the white salt, the white flour, you know, all of these processed ingredients. So this became part of our diet. But that's okay. Because for the most part, we were still eating a lot of vegetables, real food, you know, it was expensive, like it was you couldn't buy salt. If you were an average individual in the 1800s, you couldn't buy salt. It was very expensive. So you ate your food that had naturally occurring salts in the vegetables, in the foods. And so then fast forward to the early 1900s and all of these food scientists, which I will argue are the biggest criminals on the planet. Mm -hmm. Okay, And I do not say that lightly Mm -hmm. because they Were hired, these food scientists were hired by the food manufacturers and said, hmm, how could we make food very cheap, very convenient for the average North American? Right. So then all of a sudden, this tertiary food system was created. This is when we start seeing the packaged processed food, the TV dinners. And so at the same time, though, we had a huge abundance of industrial animal agriculture happening. So Mm. then these these food producers hired food scientists, okay? So the two now are in cahoots and they're like, hey, we got to convince the public that eating lots of foods rich in calcium, so lots of dairy, lots of protein, right? To So they could sell all of these beautiful meats and dairies, which became a sign of wealth. If you can afford a 24 ounce steak, you're wealthy, right? right? Just like you can right. afford an expensive bottle of wine. So right. then we were told all of these essentially lies because it was all attached to a bottom line. Okay. Now it was to sell the meat, sell the dairy. And so if you hire the right scientists, they can prove that anything is good for you. Anything is
0: possible. Anything is good for you.
1: Right. Like right now, I just saw this article, which I'm going to be doing a video on it because Mm -hmm. Kraft has designed a cheese, um, a grilled cheese sandwich that you can microwave in 60 seconds or less. And it gives you the burnt crispy um, feeling and taste and texture. And they are they are applauding themselves. Meanwhile, we're getting censored, okay, on YouTube. Our videos keep coming down and we have to keep putting them up because we're telling people, hey, it's really important for you to eat collard greens, you mm-hmm. know, well-cooked kale and spinach, lots of leafy greens, eat your beans, eat your squash, eat your... And so our videos are being taken down. Meanwhile, their videos are allowed to prosper on YouTube, selling people packaged, processed, refined food. Now in nineteen, now this is the biggest part about why we don't know that food is medicine. Mm-hmm. Roughly in about nineteen forty six, there was a massive decision between the medical system and and food and nutrition, and so really medical system was building up because you got to remember doctors used to prescribe food as medicine up until really the eighteen hundreds, but then the early nineteen hundreds rolled around and then doctors started prescribing, prescription. Medications, and so then in the fifties, when they started to realize that there was all of these medical practitioners prescribing food as medicine, there was an immediate division. They said, "You can't do that." And so, and this went up to the highest levels of Supreme right. court.
0: Take take one step back. Yeah, uh, food was prescribed as medicine at at one point.
1: for thousands of years, food was medicine in every culture across the planet. There isn't a culture across the planet that didn't use food as medicine. So for example, every prescription drug is actually based on a natural principle, biological, biochemical, chemistry principle found in nature. Tylenol, for example. How was Tylenol discovered? By watching indigenous people use Tylenol to bring down, or the yew tree, okay? And to essentially to bring down fevers, to help get rid of pain. So then as the pharmaceutical industry came up, they started to look at all of these elements found in nature. And then they said, well, we need to synthesize it and make this available to all people. So that's when prescription medications were born. And we see it across the board on every single medication that's ever been designed is attached to molecules found in nature that came from plants that came from when
0: when was the shift you said 19
1: Roughly the 1940s, 1950s, and by the time the 1970s rolled around, essentially doctors were not taught anymore about um, nutrition anymore. So now universities, which are supposed to teach at least 25 hours of nutrition to medical doctors, most medical schools across North America are only teaching less than four hours of well, nutrition. I'm sure they're, to they're medical getting doctors.
0: donations from different companies and things of that nature too into their endowments and things exactly. of that nature. Yeah, it's such a and you know who who doesn't benefit, who gets hurt? Us.
1: Exactly. And, a, and our children, our seniors yeah. that are aging, that are aging with these diseases that they do not need to have. Alzheimer's and dementia is an easy to reverse disease. It's not a disease of the brain. It's our disease of our microbiome. It's our disease of our arteries. It's our disease of our insulin insensitivity. It is not a disease of the brain, but the brain gets impacted and it manifests itself as dementia and Alzheimer's where it's a total body system uh, deficiency and toxicity. That's all it is. And it's been proven out by the leading neuron scientists of our time that are showing and proving that there will never be a drug for Alzheimer's that will cure Alzheimer's. It's only going to come from food.
0: I, I, on a personal level, I believe you. Um, just because of what I've been going through and because I'm a traveler, I spent a lot of time in the Mediterranean, I'm there all the time. And just in my travels, whether it was Brazil or Lebanon or Cyprus or Croatia or wherever I go, and it's been about 100 countries, 300 times, the diets are just different. Yes. The people are different. I don't, I think part and parcel why the way that I am now is because when I see people who don't live in our modern society over here, I'm not going to say the name of the grocery store, but there's a grocery store two blocks from my house that I go to. And when I walk in there... What I see is boxes and colors. Exactly. And when I walk into certain, which makes me ill by the way, but and when I walk into grocery stores in the Mediterranean, there's no wrong with the US. We have wonderful organic choices too, but it's very hard to yep. find them, yes. right? But yep. when I go over there as a standard, people are typically stopping on the side of the road at a fruit stand or whatever. Now it may not be the healthiest. It may have pesticides. We don't know, but there just seems to be a different standard here in the U.S., you, you get this notion of like, you can just take a multivitamin. So here's a question for you because I'm sure people have it. I have a, I'll ask you about them after selfishly, but I have vitamins that I take every day. Why can't someone just replace the nutrients that would typically come from food with some concentrated vitamin and then be able to move about their day knowing that they got the thing that you are saying Okay, the, your body needs these. Things. If they're getting it from a source, not necessarily natural food, isn't that enough?
1: Yeah, and and that's a brilliant question. So. I love supplements. Supplements are crucial. If, for example, your baby is born and can't synthesize a certain nutrient, you got to give them a supplement so that they keep living. Okay. If you're an elderly and you're senior and you have dementia and you're not eating anything um, and, you know, but you're still physically able to, you know, get around, you're going to want to give them some vitamins because they're just not going to be able to eat um, and chew the food and eat enough nutrients. So I love it there. But For the Mm -hmm. rest of us, okay, if you're born into the world relatively healthy, that means free of chronic disease, then I don't love supplements. There's really only four key supplements you need to have in your supplement cupboard. But most people have 36, 40, (laughs) 50 different supplements that, A, they don't take. They've spent thousands of dollars on it. They're like, why doesn't it work? And here's why the supplements alone don't work. Now we have to use supplements for my clients that have chronic disease. If I want to take somebody with type one or type two diabetes and reverse their diabetes, we need to incorporate supplements because there's certain things you cannot get through food. Okay, mm. just does it? It doesn't exist, so you have to take it in in a supplement form, and that's because we're not spending enough time outside in the sun. IMD. We're not exposed exactly. We're mm-hmm. not exposed to enough dirty food, so that's B twelve. And when I say dirty food, it's it's food that's grown in a microbiome rich soil that's you know hasn't been cleaned three times in a wash machine. Just to let you know, your food gets cleaned at least three times when it gets picked from the farm before it gets sprayed, then gets get sent to the grocery store. So our food is too clean. We are long oh, gone I from see. the days where we go to the garden, take the carrot out of the garden, wipe it off on our apron, grandmother hands it to you and you start chewing it and off you go. That's where you get your B12 from. Okay. Okay. So we have a few nutrients. So with my clients that show up with, you know, 60 different medications and supplements and herbs and tinctures that they've spent hundreds and hundreds, of not thousands of dollars on, we take them down to nine. And then after they're healed and their disease is reversed, they're off all their medications, off all their supplements. They only really take four. And those four are the ones, you know, obviously that everybody needs. doesn't matter Richard, who you are, you need it.
0: So B12, D.
1: Yeah. So B12, vitamin D or and D3. Um, and so that's two vitamin D3. And then um, potassium and iodine. Now, before I get into the importance of those, let me just say this. Yeah. You could never take supplements, enough supplements to replace what you would get just from eating the food because there are over 25,000 different nutrients for every food that you eat, okay? That is the things that we know about and the things we don't yet know about. For example, every single day, we're discovering these new proteins that get created in our bodies through the different foods we eat and are consuming. So we still don't know all the different types of protein. So we have amino acids, but we also have something else called amino acids. You have the whole entire lipid profile, lipids or fats. So we have all these different types of fats. And then we have all these different vitamins, all these different minerals. And if you add them all up, um, you know, whether it's glutathione, like it's, it's, we couldn't eat enough supplements wow. and you would never be able to swallow enough. So we have to just go to the source. Not only that, though, we need fiber. Fiber is crucial to our health. And there's Mm. multiple different types of fiber as well. Okay. So you couldn't also then supplement with supplement fiber pills enough of it to be able to get the diversity of fiber that you need. Plus if you're taking the supplements, these are ultra clean created in a laboratory. So then you're not stimulating your microbiome as well. So this is a problem. So we have to get it from food first.
0: It's it's um, again, I believe you because of what I'm going through and because I believe in the earth. Like I've, I've, I've changed my own habits where in the morning I will, this is not necessarily stuff. Oh no, it is supplementation where in the morning when the sun's out, like I'll go out and do my push-ups outside instead of Mm -hmm. doing them inside because I get 20 minutes of sunshine on my skin. And I just kind of learned it over time. Not only does it make me feel better because I'm out there on the grass and bare feet, I feel connected to, it's kind of weird. Like I feel connected to mother earth a little bit more, Yeah. but it is overwhelming. Grounding, Yes. Yeah, yeah. grounding exactly. But it, but it is, it it's look especially for a brother like me who grew up in the inner city. Like you, I I never heard any of these topics. I just kind of got exposed to them in the last three four years. Where did do, where does someone even start? Because the easiest thing is just to go to the grocery store and go to the organic aisle and just grab stuff from the organic aisle. But people, I think people are looking for some blueprint framework formula what do you do what do you eat where do you go who do you talk to it's the over one and you know this industry the I'll say the supplementation industry it's billions and billions of dollars you don't even know where to start no nope. so what 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 would you suggest
1: yeah so the you know I'll tell you about where I started from how about that yeah yeah that's Just cool so- yeah yeah. So let's go back 25 years. I was living in this incredible house. Um, there was 12 of our friends all living in it. We It was all separate units, but this old mansion converted into an apartment building. So we called it our kibbutz or our eco village or whatever you Hello. want to call it. And, you know, we had a garden in the back. We would cook food together all day long. But our parents often used to come to our house too. They thought we lived like hippies and we were just going to university, you know, trying to fall in love, trying to, you know, pay our rent, all of that. And so our parents used to come over and stay when they were passing through town. So we got to meet everybody's parents. So one of my best friends who was living there, her dad was 72 years old. Number one uh, realtor for Remax for over 20 years, business guy. He taught this program called create your reality used to travel all over North America as a motivational speaker, teaching real estate agents, you know, how to manifest the reality.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And so, and he was doing this way before most people were doing it. So, Bill was diagnosed with cancer stage 4 cancer at 72 and he was given 3 months to live. Now Bill is someone who's he really well read like he's like you traveled the world was looking at like what other people were doing picking up on things and and there was one thing that he remembered someone had told him food is medicine. Just like mm-hmm. anybody who's listening to your podcast right now you've okay. been told food is medicine and you don't have to believe me by the way. Mm-hmm. All you need to do is look at the thousands of years of research and from all different cultures, all the published medical journals. So 68,000 medical journals, articles published just since 2018 alone, showing Mm. that food is medicine, um, not to mention the last few hundred years. So Bill gets diagnosed and he's like, well, you know what? They're not offering me chemo, surgery, or radiation. Like That was not an option for him. They said, go home and die. So he's like, well, I'm not going to go home and die. There's all these other things I could do. So he immediately cut out his alcohol. Well, he wasn't drinking anymore by this point, but he cut out his refined processed food, cut out all the sodium. He cut out all the refined oil. He turned to food as medicine, real food. So he followed this specific program, which is what I teach now. And he reversed his cancer at 72 years old fully. Okay. And lived another 22 more years. So he got to watch his great-grandchildren be born, got to watch his children, you know, grow up, uh, his grandchildren grow up, and and Bill lived to uh, be in his 90s. Now, why I say do not believe, you don't have to believe me, I don't want anybody to believe anything I'm saying. What right. I want you to do, if you want to figure out how to do this, all you need to do is Google, and this is the ticket, mm-hmm. okay? Do not Google Google. How do I treat my diabetes? How do I treat my high cholesterol? How do I treat my cancer? You have to Google, how do I reverse wow. all any disease, put whatever whatever autoimmune disorder you have, multiple sclerosis, you know, scleroderma, it doesn't matter. Infertility, how do I reverse it? And what you will find is this whole body of research and also stories. Because you need to know that somebody else has done it before Someone
0: you. Has done it. Yeah. That is
1: the number one thing. And then once you understand that your disease can be reversed and you stop lying to yourself and you stop saying, hey, you know what? This is genetic because my mom had it. My dad had it. You, that's the first thing you have to do because 97% of these diseases are not genetic. They're all lifestyle caused mm-hmm. by the foods we put into our body, by the stress that we endure, you know, so once we-
0: Environment plays a role as well, yeah.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. And, you know, and I know for a lot of people, especially if you are black, Mm -hmm. if you are brown, or if you are indigenous, or if you are Asian, okay, there's a lot of trauma that also is attached to your disease. Because of all the oppression, because you're living in a community where, and and this applies, a lot of people don't know this, but there is currently today systemic oppression happening, where if you are in a poor community, where in the US especially, there was a lot of black and brown people, grocery stores are not allowed to open up there. As many fast food places can open up there, but there are policies in place that will not let a grocery store. So these are called red line districts. And you need to know about this because it might mean you have to travel three hours just to go buy an apple or fresh lettuce.
0: Is that the same as a a food desert?
1: It's the same as being in a food desert.
0: Food desert. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, and this is what my entire PhD is based on. It's based on the fact that we have systemic oppression happening today that is preventing black and brown people from being able to reverse their chronic diseases because they can't access food. And, they, and, and if you are BIPOC, you suffer from chronic diseases at four to eight times higher rates. And I'm not saying you, four I'm saying eight. we. Four to eight times higher rate than if you are white.
0: Is that because of access to food?
1: Yep. And it's from lack of uh, medical care as well. It's from racism that is currently happening today within the medical system. So if they, and it's lack of knowledge as well, because if you go in as a person of color and you walk into a hospital, you walk into a doctor's office right away, they're going to say, oh, well, you know what? It's because you're black or because you're brown that you have diabetes. So there's nothing you can do about it, but that's not true. Because black and brown people are the people that have lived on the planet the longest, free of diabetes, than any other culture in the world, and that's because we've been living from the land longer.
0: Uh, yep, yeah. I. It's scary. Um, I am one of those people who does not like to take medicine. I, I don't Good. trust it. Um, doesn't mean I, you know, I won't take a Tylenol here and there if you know if, if something acute is happening or what have you. But post my last. Can I, can I just
1: jump in there? Yeah, yeah. you you hit the nail on the head when you said the word acute. So okay. if you if you're in a car accident and your body has chronic inflammation because you've just been banged up in a car accident, that's yeah. an acute condition. A hundred percent. You need the medication. You need to stop the blood. You know, you need to your blood clotting. You need to fix that broken bone. You're going to need the pain meds. You're going to need to go through the surgery. That's an acute condition. But if you have a chronic condition, anything that lasts for a few weeks or longer, that's a chronic condition. This is where Pharmaceutical medications, for sure. If you do not know about food as medicine, you do not know that you can reverse it. Of course, you're going to have to take the medication. You don't want your blood pressure going through the roof. Right. or you your...
0: something. Yeah. So you
1: have to do something. So I'm all for prescription medications. But again, if, you've, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you've heard me say over and over, you can reverse your chronic disease, this is when you need to transition from those medications to food as medicine. Absolutely. And then you're going to be free of those medications for life.
0: You, you said something that really grabbed me. Um, you said it's not too late. So the it's gentleman who was 70, 72 years old, I think a lot of people do believe that it's too late. Maybe they're sitting on a couch somewhere obese or they have chronic knee issues or they have developed some cancer or I don't know, pick something. Or they're not mobile. Like I don't have a lot of fears in life. I've been a police officer. I've served in the military in very bad places. I've been shot at. Like, it, it it was just part of work. You know, the one fear I have is being a prisoner of my own body. Yes. Where I can't do stuff. So when you said it's not too late, can you just touch on that real quick? Like, how is it that food, after 72 years of that gentleman potentially not treating his body well? So let's say 52 years, because he's probably okay as a kid. But after 50 plus years of not treating his body well, how does the body recover that quickly based off of some finite period of time reverting back to natural food or natural states or what have you it feels like you're telling me you're going to reverse a lifetime of bad with one year of good that doesn't feel doable
1: well let uh, not even one year how about three months so let me tell you a couple stories Okay. okay so bob goldstick he's a musician from california Okay, he's he's been playing piano for over seventy years of his life. So since he was a kid, he started playing, and um, he has band. He travels with them, you know. So so Bob came to us in his eighties and -hmm. with arthritis. And, he, and the only reason he came to us is because his daughter works for us full time. So his daughter first reversed her Graves' disease in her 50s that she had had for over 30 years suffering and battling from all these chronic health issues. So she reversed her chronic diseases. She was able to then come to work for us full time. She couldn't work full time. She had zero energy, chronic pain. So she reversed her health issues. So Bob says, oh, my daughter did it. Do you think I could do it? I'm, you know, in my 80s and I have arthritis. So he had to stop playing music entirely because he had such terrible arthritis that he could not play the piano anymore. So Bob, and you should listen to his podcast, his show. So Bob does our program, which means turning to food as medicine, getting rid of all the foods that harm, taking in the foods that heal. And all of a sudden his arthritis starts going away, not within a year, within weeks, okay? His arthritis. So Bob is now, okay? I don't even know how many months it's been. It's only been a few months. Bob just went and bought himself a brand new piano, which he never thought he'd be able to play again. And now his band is touring. And you know what's even better? He plays in retirement homes to people with dementia and Alzheimer's as well. And so now he's back doing concerts in in uh, hospitals and in long-term care facilities, and he's playing music. Okay. Wow. Wow. Let me tell you one more story. Miguel, rheumatoid arthritis. So again, if you're a person of color, rheumatoid arthritis, you will suffer from it higher rates, but not because you're a person of color, just because you've had the least access to healthy foods for the longest amount of time because of colonization, okay? So like, let's just, you know, hit the nail on the head there, right? And say it as it is. So. He, rheumatoid arthritis. He's on prednisone. Prednisone has so many side effects and it shortens your lifespan. It like, oh, it, it's horrific what this one drug does. But how many Americans are on prednisone? That is a crime. So he says, I don't think your program is going to work. I've tried everything. I've tried everything. I've tried every supplement. I've tried, and I'm like, you haven't tried real food. So he does. And he had to give up playing baseball. He had been playing baseball for years, loved it. It's his entire life, his entire community, all his friends, all his family play. He's -hmm. from New York. Mm -hmm. So Miguel starts our program uh, April 12th. His inflammatory markers are through the roof. He sends me all his lab results. Three months later, he's back to work off disability and he's back playing baseball fully.
0: It's body pain. What's that? It's
1: that fast. It's that fast. Now, and you want to know why it's that fast? Because yeah. your body is designed to heal itself. So everybody here has already done it before. Everyone who's listening has cut their finger before at one point or another. Right,
0: And it's gone now. And it's gone.
1: And it's gone. You don't have to do anything, but you do have to do two things. You have to have an immune system that's strong enough to heal that finger. And you also need to make sure it's not dirty. Like you have to clean the dirt out of it and just make sure. Maybe you put a bit of pressure on it. Maybe you put a band aid on it. Maybe you put one or two stitches if it's a really bad cut. But Mm. for the most part, you don't have to do anything else. And in a few days, guess what? All of a sudden that finger scarred up and in like six days to two weeks, the scar's gone and you right. don't even remember cutting yourself. You don't even
0: think about the fact exactly. that our body does that for your us. Your
1: body yeah. is a self-healing organism. It heals itself, but it will only do it if it has the right nutrients. So take that analogy of the cut and bring that inwards into your body. And the same thing is happening every nanosecond of the day. Your body is trying to heal itself. But every single time you go out there and you throw all this, you know, harmful food and processed um, packaged food into your body, then your body can't do that. And slowly over time, the more years you keep doing that, your body's just like, oh, I'm exhausted. I can't repair that. And then that's when you start to see these start chronic- to
0: of breakdown, you start to see the I'm having problem walking and then the wheelchair and then the motorized wheelchair comes in and then you don't, you're not exercising. So chronic kidney
1: disease. Yep. Yeah, all of
0: it. It's a lot. It is. It, it Well, it, it's funny to me when I say something is a lot for everything that I've done in my life. I know that it's only a lot because I don't have all the information and wouldn't it be interesting. So I focus on lifestyle design, financial freedom, time, freedom, location, freedom, et cetera. I studied that information in my 20s just proactively because I didn't want to live my life in an office, and I know it like the back of my hand. I know how to get financial freedom and things of that nature. I wonder how much our industry, food industry and medical um, medicine industry, pharmaceutical industry would be different if we were taught how to properly eat when we were in elementary school and high school and we stuck to it. Our whole
1: entire world would be so different, different.
0: and and the industry would collapse. Those industries would collapse, which is why it's never going to happen. So it really boils down to us finding people like you, so we can listen. You're not going to give us all the answers, but what you can do is pique our interest. Yeah, and you have certainly piqued my interest. I I have a um, just kind of a final question that I tend to ask guests. So the premise of my podcast is, look. I tell people you can try life on at any time you can. My past two months consisted of um, practicing life in Lebanon for two months. I just wanted to see what it was like to live there. I brought my 10 year old and helped him do an exchange with Armenian French and Cypriot kids because I want him to know that the world is bigger than D.C. Um, I'm executive producing some TV shows. It's random how that all happened, but it did happen and some other stuff. And all that to say, it's not like I'm spending tons and tons of money. A lot of that was travel hacking and I have friends over there and stuff, but I don't want to just sit around and not not exercise the privilege that the planet, my God, and let's say even food gives me to be able to move around and go do stuff. I want to go do stuff. So from your perspective, whether it's food or uh, regener- regenerative nutrition or paying attention, what would be the one thing that you would suggest to people? Look, I know you want to try life on, but please keep the following in mind, especially because your area is not one that, at least from my perspective, that is pushed out there for people to really latch on to. Although now I, I've just latched on <laughs> big, big time. I'm going to go see how I can reverse stuff, not treat stuff. Exactly. What What, what would be that one thing that you would suggest to people?
1: Yeah. Now this is going to come as a surprise. Yeah. Okay, but it's going to be eat potatoes. Eat potatoes.
0: Yes. Now, the white kind or the or any potato?
1: Any potato. What? Okay. Yes. I know. Now this is throwing everything that everybody has come to learn about health and food because if you have diabetes, if you have insulin sensitivity, then people are saying you got to stay away from the high carbs and everybody's on to keto now which is which is killing people, literally creating brain damage, organ damage. And so all these people that are latching on to these high fat, high protein diets, they, you're going to exacerbate your disease 10 times faster. Now, and this is in the medical research, by the way. Okay. I'm a researcher. So I'm a PhD researcher, and there are thousands of doctors out there now that are advocating for everybody to stop doing keto. Okay. Because media has taken it, turned it around. And all of these nutritionists who do not know anything about biochemistry are telling people, oh, do it because you get it. Sure. You can lose weight on keto, but you're going to create heart disease. So When I say eat the potato, what I mean is this. Now, obviously, if you have diabetes, you can't eat potatoes.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. Because you're going to cause your blood sugar to spike and then you're going to have to take more insulin. But what if I told you that with our program, which is based on you're eating lots of potatoes, lots of squashes, lots of carrots, lots of apples, lots of high carb foods. If you can eat a potato and not have your insulin spike, that means you've reversed your disease. And that's what we take you through in li- as little as one month to eight weeks. Doesn't matter if you have type 1 diabetes, type 2 diabetes, we can regenerate your pancreas and your beta cells. Now, here's the thing. Sugar does not cause diabetes. What is it? Processed, refined carbs, okay, which lack nutrients, and high amounts of protein and high amounts of fat create diabetes, So if you're out there eating, you know, your grits with butter and, you know, fried chicken and 12 ounce steaks and eggs and bacon and, you know, you're lathering everything in all of the like coconut oil, avocado oil, you know, olive oil, you are going to create diabetes. And it's a matter of time because right now one in three people are getting diagnosed with diabetes. They say by 2030, one in two people will be diagnosed with diabetes in their lifetime. And that is because we've moved away from eating real foods to eating processed foods with all of these high animal fat products. So eat potatoes and not just potatoes. You obviously are going to need to eat lots of other fruits and vegetables. But if you can get potatoes plus about 30 to 50 other fruits and vegetables and whole grains and legumes into your diet in a week, Mm. and that's not very many, I promise you, you can do it no matter where you are. If you can do that, Your diabetes will come crashing down. Your pancreas will regenerate. You'll be off your insulin and you're going to have so much energy. Your brain fog is going to lift. Your arthritis and your chronic pain is going to go away and you will be able to eat diabetes no problem without ever having to take insulin again. But if you keep thinking you cannot eat potatoes, that you cannot eat squash, that you cannot eat corn, that you cannot eat rice because someone has told you it's high on the glycemic indents, then that person is causing you more harm because they're keeping you away from the plethora of nutrients that are available in all of those foods that I just mentioned. And you'll never be able to reverse your chronic disease.
0: Holy smokes. Everything I've heard about potatoes and carbs is to stay away from it.
1: Nope, because it's the only thing that fuels your body, fuels your brain, fuels your cells. So you're slowly depleting yourself of nutrients over time when you stay away from those beautiful, phytochemical rich nutrients that make you healthy. So if you are not eating those foods and you're okay. like, oh my, I'm I'm fine. My blood sugars don't rise. Yeah, but they're not rising because you're not eating those sugary foods you need to be able to eat those beautiful sugary foods cuz glucose which is a molecule of sugar okay is the number 1 chemical that your brain cells needs that your mitochondria yeah. needs Those are the powerhouse stations of your your body, and that's the only way you're going to stimulate cellular regeneration. This is where regenerative medicine comes in, is your body needs glucose, and you get that from those beautiful, you know, the rainbow color assortment of foods. Yeah, of course, yeah. That's what you
0: need. The potatoes thing blew my mind. (laughs)
1: Exactly. I know.
0: And I don't think you're talking about McDonald's french fries. I think you're talking about- No, I'm not. Regular old- Good old potatoes
1: and not with bacon bits or sour cream or butter on it. But that's okay, because we teach you how to make all of this food taste even better than that.
0: I bet. And I think it's a matter of reprogramming our, you know, how our brains are wired about food and reprogramming our taste buds and things of that nature. So if somebody wants to find you, Nicola, if somebody wants to find this program, how, where? Because I'm going to go look. But how, how do we find it?
1: Yeah, definitely. Thanks. So one of the things I'll say is this podcast will will most likely get censored. So if we're talking about boosting the immune system, food is medicine, everybody on the right now in North America is being censored. These podcasts are coming down. So just be prepared for that. Mm -hmm. Ours are coming down every day. We have to keep reposting them. So YouTube is unfortunately not where you can go anymore as of a few weeks ago since a law got passed. So you need to go to my website, which is nicolette.com com. it's just okay. my first name my last name.com i'm sure the links will be in the show notes yep. you can also head over to eatrealtoheal.ca that's another good place to go you can get my book for 4.99 um, plus access to a course that teaches you more then of course that teaches you about our eat real to heal program where i guide you through a six-week program to reverse your chronic diseases and it works you send me your lab results we do a health intake And not only that, but I give you free group coaching every single week from now until as long as I'm alive and as long as you're alive. I've been doing this for 18 years. The reason I do the group coaching is because I just blew your mind by telling you to eat the potato. So now everything you know about nutrition, all that knowledge is starting to like crumble. It's starting
0: to break apart, yeah. And you
1: don't know what to do. You're shocked, you're scared, you're, you know, but what about, what about this? What about that? So you can come and show up every single week and I answer your questions. You can send me your lab results. We celebrate as a team and group coaching where, you know, you send your lab results showing your inflammatory markers are here when you start. And eight weeks later, they're back down to zero, you know, so we celebrate you. And we do that because we have to create a community that is banded together to be able to overcome all the myths around nutrition that have been perpetuated and also love to that. overcome the, uh, the lack of knowledge that right now our medical system has when it comes to nutrition and food as medicine or reverse and chronic diseases. So we do that together.
0: I love it. So I will definitely look into it. So it's just nicolettereche.com. And I I will just, I mean, I'm not, I'm obviously not a, PhD researcher, the way you are, and don't have your experience, but I would just tell you as a layman's guy who's been on his own journey, health is wealth. We cannot try life on without it. After I dropped all that weight, my back pain went away. I was able to get back to running again and I was able to keep up with my son, who's 10 years old, my youngest, who's a swimmer. He's been a swimmer for four years and I was able to keep up with him. Uh, He swims competitively and I could Mm -hmm. finally keep up with him again. And it was just because I made some simple shifts in my diet, not to your level, but you you do see how diet plays a role because I was always a gym guy anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So I just came back. But I just want to thank you for giving people this information because it will help them try life on more. And you'll be hearing from me personally
1: amazing. Yeah, I look really forward to uh working with you and yeah. any of your clients that want financial freedom, it actually starts That's from okay. health freedom because when they have the energy, when they're not running around to doctor's appointments, when they're not paying, some of my clients come to me paying $6,000 a month for their, you know, autoimmune disease medication. So when you heal yourself and you don't have to spend your time and your money in those areas, all of a sudden you get to go back to work. You get to be super creative, start your own business. So many of my clients have done incredible things once they've healed themselves. And then that's when the wealth truly, truly comes.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, I will definitely let them know. And then I look forward to seeing you in the future. Thank Thank you.
1: you. Yeah. Thanks for having me on your show,
0: Maurice. Of course. Hey guys, this is Maurice, host of the Try Life On Podcast. And thank you for listening to another episode. I hope you are finding it useful in helping you design your own lifestyle that you don't need a vacation from. If that's the case, please consider dropping a review for me, whether in Apple, iTunes or in Spotify, drop a review, put some stars on it, give me some feedback on how I can make the podcast better, what information you are looking for. I am doing my best to get information to you on the Tri-Life on Principles, the five freedoms, how to build lifestyle, travel hacking, all of it. And I want to do it for you. So please do a review for me. And until next time, my name is Maurice Philogene, and this is the Tri Life on Podcast. Peace.